Hi, and welcome to First Bite, a nation's restaurant news podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie. Today is Thursday, February 8th, and here are your top stories. First, Pizza Hut Chief Operating Officer Shaquan Lewis exits the company. The former COO announced on LinkedIn that he has left the Yum! Brands company after eight years in multiple leadership positions. Second, Burger King rewards customers for Whopper ideas. The brand is offering a $1 million bounty for a Creative Dream sandwich. Third, KFC US introduces a new loyalty program. KFC's rewards program allows customers to earn points on their orders via the chain's app and website. Fourth, Chipotle proves traffic gains are possible in this environment. Chipotle's Q4 results included a same-store sales increase of 8.4% and a 7.4% increase in transactions versus a 1.6% decline industry-wide. And finally, U.S. restaurant industry is expected to pass $1 trillion for the first time. The National Restaurant Association is forecasting a record $1.1 trillion in sales in 2024 and the addition of 15.7 million jobs. Now let's dive deeper into one of these stories. Chipotle's Q4 2023 results far exceeded expectations, as well as the industry at large, with Tuesday's report showing a same-store sales increase of 8.4%. Revenue increased 15.4% to $2.5 billion, while restaurant-level operating margin increased to 25.4%, or about 140 basis points. The company also opened a record 121 new restaurants during the quarter, 110 of those in the Chipotle model. The highlight of the company's report, however, was its transaction gain of 7.4%. This is compared to a 1.6% decline across the limited service segment in this quarter, according to Placer AI data, as well as negative traffic recently reported by both Starbucks and McDonald's. If all this sounds familiar, it's because Chipotle recorded traffic increases over 4% in Q3, compared to a negative 4.2% industry ride. Notably, Chipotle CEO Brian Nichol said that this time around the chain has shown strength across all income cohorts, a different tune than McDonald's, which reported earlier this week it has experienced negative transactions from lower income consumers. For more on the story, let's turn to Alicia Kelso. Okay, so, Holly, we are in, we're getting into the throes of Q4 earnings. And as we all know, this is a very exciting time for people like us. But, um, you know, Chipotle is is just, a stand, there's nothing else to say about Chipotle right now other than this is just a standout concept at this point in time. The company continued uh, to show that it is anomalous with its Q4 full year earnings uh, report that came through on Tuesday after market. And essentially, you know, to put a finer point on that, uh, you know, comps were 8.4%. Um, and most comps uh, so far have been low single digits. Uh, analysts have been kind of spot on so far about earnings. Um, Chipotle blew those uh, those expectations out of the water. Um, I think in order to understand Chipotle's most recent uh, quarterly earnings report, we have to look at a, a couple things here. Um, one, that 8.4% comp was driven by 7. 7.4% increase in transactions. Uh, that is an acceleration uh, from mid single digits that the company turned in in October uh, and about 4%, maybe a little over 4% in the third quarter uh, as a whole. Um, and it, it just blew every other concept industry-wide out of the water. So we look at placer.ar uh, traffic data for limited service restaurants. They um, they they show that uh, across limited service, traffic is down 
a little less than 2%. So to think about, uh, you know, exceeding 7% is just kind of astounding uh, to me. Notably, Chipotle earned this tra- this transaction growth across all income demographics. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that later because I want to end on that point. But, you know, there are certainly other drivers to Chipotle's success in Q4. One, it brought back its carne asada limited time offer. And that exceeded expectations of people like, you know, steak. It's a high-end product, um, you know, and in this environment in which consumers are showing a little bit more softness and value seeking to get you know, a premium product like that at a, a price point uh, of a Chipotle versus, for example, a higher price point casual or fine dining uh, does present a value proposition. Um, two, Chipotle has um, really been homing in the past several quarters, I think going back to 2022 on its, what it calls its throughput initiative. So it, it, it started this program called Project Square One. And the whole goal of Project Square One essentially was to uh, refine and improve operations. That became, uh, you know, a little wobbly, if you will, during the pandemic and shortly thereafter when the the industry, uh, you know, as a whole went through a massive labor shortage. Um, you know, there was higher turnover during 21 and 22, and, and, and because of that, not only was throughput impacted at Chipotle and elsewhere, but operations in general were, were kind of sucky, uh, to put it lightly. You know, speed was slow, accuracy was terrible, service, you know, just wasn't great. And again, that's industry-wide. That was not anomalous to, to Chipotle. But Chipotle, you know, pulled that piece of the puzzle out and specifically said, we we are going to focus on this, uh, on the fundamentals, uh, the blocking and the tackling of getting operations back to where they were in 2019. And the company has made tremendous strides doing just that. Turnover rates, uh, CEO Brian Nichols said turnover rates are the lowest they've been since he joined the company, uh, which by the way, was in March of 2018. Um, you know, and it does seem because, you know, just evidence by by these kind of results that they have been able to claw back some, if not most of that, the operational luster that it was kind of, that was kind of lost during those, you know, those years of staffing challenges. Um, you know, and in, in, in doing that, you know, that is hard for Chipotle because digital sales are still just right under 40%. Uh, so there's more balls in the air for the company to juggle. So trying to improve, you know, operations while, you know, there's more channels to, to, to account for is no easy task. And they've been doing it simply by focusing on um, making sure there's a labor deployment um, in certain spots based on peak hours. They want four people, for example, on the, on the, Frontline uh, during peak hours, they are doing real time, you know, metric feedback. So uh, these workers know exactly how to improve uh, in real time, and have they have a coaching tool that was put into place in Q4. These again, these types of blocking and tackling have have, have started to pay off. Chipotle is also making investments, as we know, through its Cultivate Next Fund, in certain technologies that really aim to improve some of these uh, operational, I guess, bottlenecks or challenges. Two examples are the hyphen automated assembly line. It can make bowls, um, automated bowls. And then the avocado, 
which takes a, a lot of the grunt work out of making guacamole. Um, so both systems are, you know, currently going through iterations in uh, Chipotle's Innovation Center in California, and both will roll out in one restaurant at some point this year after um, going through the company stage gate process. So there's a lot of upside here. You know, if that if those two systems that cut a tremendous amount of time out of prep work um, and, you know, operational throughput are able to translate seamlessly into a restaurant, I don't think we're going to see the end of Chipotle's operations really uh, promoting and booing these types of traffic and, and sales numbers. Um, Chipotle, there's a couple of other, you know, smaller things. Chipotle is also working on upselling. Uh, a lot of it's rewards customers that has led to higher checks. One thing that kind of stood out to me is that Chipotle is seeing more sides sales, more chips, more, more guacamole, more salsa and queso, for example. And that is exactly the opposite of what is happening at certain casual dining uh, companies where uh, customers are sort of trimming, uh, you know, on the margins uh, of their meals. And so all of this plays into what I think is the the standout here about Chipotle. I don't know if people are trading down from casual dining and up from QSR as the QSR fast casual price gap shrinks, but I get a sense that it's a little bit of both here. And, it, you know, it, Nickel came out and said they are really uh, having success across all income cohorts. And that to me is what stood out about this, this earnings call is, you know, we opened up this week uh, with McDonald's earnings calls and, and that tends to set the pace, you know, for, for the quick service segment in general. And when McDonald's is saying that they're losing lower income consumers to grocery, uh, which has experienced significantly faster, um, you know, deflation than restaurants, you kind of expect that to be happening across the board. That is not the case at Chipotle. Chipotle is killing it with uh, demographics, you know, uh, income cohorts in the low 40s to over a thousand. They made progress on every single income co cohort. So I, I think the, the the lesson here is that, you know, yes, Chipotle has taken pricing. They did so a little bit more slowly than some of its fast casual peers. They might do so again and have alluded that they'll do so again in response to uh, minimum wage increases coming in April in California. Uh, but for now, the value proposition here is really, really strong. Uh, whether you believe that if you're in the store buying a burrito or just, you know, or, or elsewhere uh, talking about earnings, this there's proof in the pudding here. Um, you know, when you're when you're resonating across every income demographic, there is a value proposition to be said in this environment. And as long as Chipotle keeps, you know, embracing that value proposition without going too far on pricing, which some have criticized McDonald's perhaps for doing, um, then I think that the company is in really really good shape here. I want to end really quickly on the fact that Chipotle has a long-term sight into where it believes it can get to 7,000 restaurants. Uh, that, would that would double today's footprint of about 3,400. Um, and, and executives noted because of their strong and growing unit economics, that 7,000 target could eventually become conservative 
Um, so I think that's really fascinating. That's something we're going to keep an eye on. And, and you know, to 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 be sure, during 2023, the company surpassed three million dollars uh, in AUVs. That was an all-time high for the company. And the company issued a long-term target of reaching four million dollars eventually. So um, higher margins, better returns. Company is growing. Uh, there's not a lot of downside from this from this earnings call, and you know I think it's 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 fun that we have something so positive to talk about. Uh, so stay tuned here, and we will keep you posted. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of First Bite. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new one. Until then, stay up to date with all your news on NRN.com.